for listening to the Washington Weekly Review. I'm the Southeast Iowa Union's Kaylin McCain. It's the week of October 28, 2023. Our local stories this week feature Lieutenant Governor Adam Gregg, the Griner Building, and Washington School Board candidates. All of that's coming up after the big picture. Republican presidential candidate Vivek Ramaswamy toured southeast Iowa last weekend, stopping at the Washington Pizza Ranch Friday afternoon. While the candidate discussed a handful of policy goals, he said his campaign was more about meeting people where they were at than it was about enacting specific reforms. Sometimes it's okay to have a president that's going through the motions and is an implementer of policies that somebody else can hand over to them. I don't think we live in a moment now where that works. I think we need a president who deeply understands what ails the heart of this nation. So yes, these are very pragmatic things I can give you. A a list that will go, you know, 100 lines long. But I do think the president who does it right now can't just be a vehicle, a vessel. I think it's going to take someone from the next generation coming in from the outside that understands the why. Ramaswamy said his campaign was banking on Iowa as it polls between fourth and sixth place in the state. You guys have a unique privilege and an opportunity and responsibility to get this right. But my goal is by January 15th, everybody in the state should know who we are and what we stand for. I say we because it's a family effort. If after knowing all of that, you want to go for somebody else, I'm at peace with that. The Republican said his number one domestic priority was slashing federal bureaucracy. He hopes to do that by setting term limits on agency leadership roles and even defunding entire departments. You want to talk about the government, the people who we elect to run the government today. They're not even the ones who actually run the government. When there are government agencies that should not exist, like the FBI, or the ATF, or the CDC, or the Nuclear Regulatory Commission, or the U.S. Department of Education. We're not just going to tinker around the edges. We will get in there and shut them down. Abroad, Ramaswamy said his number one goal was a declaration of economic independence from China. We keep our eye on the ball for who the real enemy is. That is communist China. So I will sign as your next president the declaration of independence that Thomas Jefferson would have signed if he were alive today. That is our declaration of independence from communist China. We will no longer depend on our enemy for the way we live our lives. That is the true declaration of independence we need in the United States of America today. That's the big picture. We'll be back with the local news right after the break. Hey, unless you're one of our two unexplained listeners on other continents, you've probably been to Washington before. That means you've probably heard of Dodici's. That means you've probably heard of the three-part lunch special they've got for $12.12. You're likely also familiar with the three-course dinner special for $21.12. And you've surely caught wind by now of half-off bottles of wine on Thursdays. But when's the last time you ate there? Lately, Dodici's has upgraded their outdoor seating, and they've added wine flights. Don't worry, if you're not one for new things, it's still as easy as ever to enjoy the beautiful view of Washington's downtown, selection of craft cocktails, and menu full of award-winning Italian cuisine. Thanks to Cafe Dodici for sponsoring the Washington Weekly Review. Lieutenant Governor Adam Gregg visited the Washington YMCA and Wellness Park late last week for the office's 99-county tour. The number two state official said he was working on a number of policy priorities at the moment. 
The first was a focus on diversifying child care center revenue. One great example that I'd like to point you to, and maybe there's something that Washington County can, can learn from this, I was in Decorah uh, last week and visited a facility that's currently under construction called Sunflower Child Care Center. Now, Sunflower has been in existence for a long time, but this is a big expansion of their capabilities. They're calling it a discovery center. But it's essentially an indoor play center, almost like a, a children's museum, that will be a source of revenue outside of the daycare, that will be open to the public on weekends and evenings, and available for schools to use and things like that. Another talking point was an initiative to improve rural ambulance response times. Greg said Iowa was working on a pilot program with some counties based on an emergency response approach in Israel. The best way to describe it is Uber for EMS. What I, what I mean by that is just like when you call an Uber, you identify, say, the five closest people who are willing to give you a ride somewhere. United Solace technology identifies the five closest emergency responders who are willing to drop everything and go to the side of the emergency. Using this model, they've been able to drive down their average response times in Jerusalem and Tel Aviv to 90 seconds on average, and three minutes all across the country. Taking a follow-up question later in the visit, Greg acknowledged local government's complaints about state agency consolidation efforts. Still, he said the reforms were meant to benefit constituents rather than county and city actors specifically. Most people, when they interact with different agencies of state government, don't really think about it as interacting with one agency versus another agency. They view it as state government. And so we should view it as one team. And I think what the government realignment does is it allows us to better execute on that vision of being one team. It, yes, it's the new health and human services, but it should be uh, the, the, the customer, the consumer, the people of Iowa, our constituents, view it as interacting with state government, and they, it shouldn't really matter which agency it is. A plan to expand the second story of Griner Plaza has been scrapped. The building was destroyed by a fire almost a year ago, but is currently under reconstruction. The business said the addition had structural problems. Office manager Ashley Greiner said complaints from a neighboring building about a blocked window hadn't helped matters either. It also kind of played a role in, in kind of like how we felt. You know, we don't want to upset the community by, by enhancing a building by any means. Instead, the business plans to rebuild with a gabled roof over the building's entrance side. Greiner said she was optimistic about the layout. We spent a lot of time designing the second story addition, so of course it is disappointing to bring something so close to life and then have to revert. But needless to say, we are excited for our new design as it is a major improvement to the front of our building and will bring great curb appeal to our downtown. Four candidates are running for Washington's school board election this November. None of them are fighting in contested races. Troy Sukon is the only incumbent on the ballot. He said the school's biggest challenge in the next term would be managing students' mental health. Unfortunately, in education right now, it's kind of, uh, it's almost a, become a buzzword. It seems overused, but it is mental health. It, 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 it honestly is. I would invite anybody that does not believe that to spend a day volunteering in our schools and the behaviors and whatnot are not something that you would have seen in a school building 25 years ago. School districts have been tasked 
with dealing with things that normally a medical professional would have in the past dealt with, that there's nobody available. Carol Williams is running for the District 1 seat. She said the school board's biggest concern at the moment was properly preparing students for adulthood. I feel like there's just been a lot of change with preparing kids to study and to write papers and to do hard work um, after school and in the evenings and have to dedicate themselves to that. And then I think when they move on to college, and college hasn't really changed, it's hard. Um, I don't think we're preparing the kids for that. Brendan DeLong is in the race as well. He's currently Washington's fire chief, but he's a former city council member as well. He said he expected to focus on balancing staff needs with budget realities. Well, I think the biggest challenges are um, our staffing levels. I think that uh, we need to maintain our current um, certified teachers and, and you know maintain our current standard of education to our kids that are growing up in this community and um, just make sure that we are providing the best service and the best education that we can to the future generations of the uh, this town and this community. Um, I also think that, you know, financially the, the state is coming down with some uh, rollback and uh, I think that we need to, you know, dot our I's and cross our T's in order with our finances also. Diana Rich is already president of the Lincoln Elementary PTO. She said she was excited to serve the district but wasn't sure yet what to expect. I know that sometimes people get on boards, um, with, with agendas, and I, I'm honestly going in with an open mind, wanting to learn learn more about what's going on in the school and um, yeah, learning more about their vision and helping um, connect with, with the community. That's the local news. Stay tuned for the best news I've heard all week right after this. Todd Hahn Construction is an award-winning custom home builder with a 28-year history in the greater Iowa City area. Hahn's goal is to build you the finest quality custom home while providing you with a positive experience along the way. It's one of the many reasons they've been named the Iowa City Area Home Builder of the Year time and time again. A custom home is more than just a house. It's the culmination of a dream and years of hard work. Todd Hahn Construction makes that dream come true by always putting you, the customer, first. For more information, go to ToddHahnConstruction.com. That's T-O-D-D-H-A-H-N Construction.com. And now, the best news I've heard all week. The Washington, Iowa Betterment Foundation is holding a pub crawl on October 28. It's the group's first time holding a version of the event in the fall, rather than St. Patrick's Day weekend. A $15 ticket to the event gets you a free drink at all five participating bars and a pass on the rotation of buses hired for the night. Here's Betterment Foundation Committee member Steve Roth. People have been asking for it, so yeah. and we try to please the people, and uh, we just decided to uh, see what it works. I know it's a busy time of year, but um, people are looking for an adult Halloween party. We decided we'd do an adult Halloween party and see how it goes. Thanks for tuning in. This podcast is a product of the Southeast Iowa Union. If you like the show, you should think about getting an ad read on air. You can do that by calling 319-333-0467. Otherwise, we always appreciate when you share the show with friends, and it's a free way that you can help us out. That's all for now. This has been the Washington Weekly Review, and I have been Kaylin McCain. Have a happy Halloween. Halloween.